Welcome to the Fellowship Project Podcast. Hi, I'm Cullen, and with my friend Jonathan, we use the biblical concept of fellowship to encourage, comfort, and to challenge one another in our daily walks with God. As the Bible says in Proverbs 27 and 17, as iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. And so, my friend, we welcome you to the conversation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we just came out of our three-hour prayer meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Prayed and fasted. Welcome to the Fellowship Project podcast. This is episode four, we believe. I probably got the numbers jumbled up somewhere, but we are glad that you came. Today, we have a special guest, Derek Stewart, the youth pastor here at the TPOL, the Pentecostals of Lafayette. And uh, and obviously, I'm with Jonathan. It's me, Cullen. it, do you have anything you want to uh, give us a little intro to yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, just glad to be here. Thank you all for having me. Appreciate oh, the opportunity. Right. As always, as always. Um, yeah, just here to talk about a couple of things. Um, keep it real casual, but also including God as much as we can. Amen. Um, to hopefully minister to other people. That's what we so, like. yes. yeah. As Amen, you said, man. Amen. Youth pastor here at TPOL and just willing to share. All right. That sounds great. That sounds great. So we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Today, we're going to be talking about testimonies. Um, And it's specifically for those who feel for like, I felt this at one point, like I felt like I didn't have a testimony. I had, I like, I had nothing to share of what God's done in my life. And we'll talk about it. We'll go forward with it. And you'll see that everyone has a testimony, no matter how small you think it is or how big it is, you think it is. You have a testimony that can make an impact. So mm-hmm. let's start this off. I'm going to ask you all a quick couple questions about maybe before you realized that you had a testimony in your life. Like, for example, um, for me, I didn't like before college, actually senior year of college. I felt like I didn't have a testimony yeah. with my life, yeah. like at all. Yeah. So that's where it began with me. What about y'all? Um, You want to go first? You want me? I can you can go first. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, That's fine. You're the guest. Go ahead, man. <laughs> um, I think for me, um, I know like many times when people share their testimonies, either one or two things. It's either one, how God pulled me out and delivered me from things. Yeah. But I've noticed a lot of people who've been in church their whole life and never left the church, they feel like they don't have a story, don't have mm-hmm. a testimony. And so I myself, I've been in church my whole life but didn't leave the church as well. So, But it doesn't yeah. mean I don't have a testimony. I still have exactly. a testimony. And it's just that it's not that God delivered me or pulled me out is that he kept me right yeah and so i my testimony consists of overcoming depression overcoming insecurities overcoming all That's these good. different things yep. but it all comes from a place where people normally think they don't have a testimony but mm-hmm. still do have a testimony and i'm sure we'll get more into it yeah yeah, yeah yeah we're good we'll, we'll get, definitely get to you what yeah. about you um <clears throat> mine was really you know like everybody in this group right now you know born and raised but it took about middle school year for me. Um, I started to realize that struggles in life are real mm-hmm. and um, that the enemy, you know, you hear preachers say it, that the enemy comes in like a flood. Well, he really does. Yeah. And it just revealed to me that, you know, even though you're, you're in church, stuff still happens mm-hmm. and struggles mm-hmm. still come my way. So definitely, definitely. Of course. Of That's course. good. So let's talk about, let's dig a little deeper into where, 
the the mindset like because it for most of us like for you it's been since middle school since you realized you didn't have a testimony and I'm gonna I'm a, I hate to ask you this but we're gonna go back to that kind of like that mode and feel what we're feeling is talk about what we felt how we felt it um, what was going through our minds like for example I'll start off I'll I'll you know when I said like before college like I was I was born and raised in church my dad was a pastor for like He's still a pastor at the church that I grew up at, yeah. and uh, I was—I'm a pastor's kid, so yeah. like I've been in church pretty much all yeah. like for all my life, and I never, you know, never left the church. I was always in church physically, mm-hmm. maybe mentally I wasn't there, but mo- like I was yeah. always at the church. Actually, I was did a lot more than the the average Joe. I say, I guess you could say, yeah, like you yeah, know, yeah, setting yeah. up sound system, yeah. doing plumbing. <laughs> doing it all i am a carpenter a little bit because of church work uh <laughs> i'm i'm terrible handyman but uh, i learned it from the yeah, church yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hmm? sorry ladies and gentlemen we had technical difficulties we are back now uh but just kind of going back into it I felt like I never had a testimony. Like I'd hear people yeah. in the church, like he delivered me from, from alcohol. He delivered yeah, right. me from like this, like I backslid for 50 years and right. I came back. Like it's, there's awesome testimonies that I've heard yeah. that I can never connect with because, and also I felt like my testimonies, if I have a testimony, it's nowhere near yeah. as good as that or impactful yeah. as that. Yep. Definitely, definitely. And that's where my mindset, and actually it kind of messed with me for a while, ministry-wise. Like, I, you know, I want to convey the, the yeah. word, but like like sometimes you feel like you have to have your testimony back behind it to help exactly. you to help you relate to people yeah. to make your ministry more impactful. So, yeah. yeah, that's me. That's what I felt and thought during that time. Right. What about y'all? Yeah, well, to to comment to that, I think that, you know, sometimes we feel like we have to be relevant to yeah. what we are preaching, you know. Yeah. And, and it's good because it connects with people. But then I think, too, when it comes down to it, the story is more about Jesus than it is about us anyway. That's so right. Our testimony really doesn't have to be yeah, relevant exactly. to the next person because our exactly. testimony is our testimony. You know? mm-hmm. So I wanted to um, add to that. But for That's me, right. you asked um, to go deeper for me. Um, like I said before, it was being in the church always, you know, always being in the church and the testimony of not being delivered from there. So being delivered from that. I mean, I had friends and family who were in church mm-hmm. and then they backslid and they got into alcohol and fornication, all these things. And God delivered them from that. But for me, it wasn't that it was, yeah, he's always been on the straight and narrow, but it doesn't mean I didn't have problems, didn't have issues. And those things became my testimony, how God kept me in the church. Yeah. Right. But I would say that it rains on the just and the unjust. So even being right. in the church. There's issues and struggles, yep. but if we choose to do it on God's side, he'll deliver it from his own, yeah. and that's right. what brings our testimony. That's good. That's good. Yep. That's good. What so, about you? Um, for me, uh, a lot of a lot happened. The My grandparents um, weren't in church, and uh, my seventh grade year into my eighth grade year, my grandmother actually passed away, mm. and um, it wasn't your typical grandparent situation like my grandparents lived in my backyard in a trailer like we were close yeah and uh me and my grandmother especially you know and when that happened it, it really um it took a toll on me I guess and mm-hmm. I don't want to say that I always thought I was invincible but I had never felt like serious pain like that before and I I guess it made me 
vulnerable and I wasn't very open like I am now. I mean, you yeah. guys know me. I'm, I'm very outgoing. I yeah. wasn't like that in middle school and growing up. I mm -hmm. was very to myself. So naturally, I didn't talk to anyone about how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And those feelings eventually begin to express themselves in, in different ways that eventually led to me, you know, becoming backslidden on the yeah. pew, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was going through the motions on Sunday mornings, worshiping and, but yet alone in my mind and in my home and in my spiritual body, I was just tormented and being destroyed and just of lack of not being able to talk to people about it really set me down a path. But in turn, flip side, it helped me to be the man I am today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Able to do That's things awesome. like this with you. The old me would have never done yeah. this, but it it's open avenues for me and, and ministry. And I'm thankful for that. But it still was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Definitely. good. That's good. Because that kind of like you kind of but both touched up on kind of like testimony. Like like for example, we don't only have one testimony, yeah. but we have multiple throughout our life. Definitely. And I was thinking about this when I was preparing for this, uh, for the podcast that like kind of thinking about my personal testimony. So yeah. like before I didn't feel like I had had a testimony, yeah. but that was a test being in the church constantly being having like the Lord allowed, like, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself a little <laughs> bit. The next thing we're going to talk about is actually identifying what God has done in our lives. So yeah. we've understand that, that God is moving through our life, but we don't always feel like that. We feel like we're, we're trying, trying to get things done or trying to understand what God has yeah. for us. And sometimes it's very confusing. Definitely. We're going about to go into that. We've already kind of talked about it, but like we're going to dig deeper because this is, this is really cool. These are really, these are real instances, real examples yeah. of what, how like people in our lives, like, we have changed because of these testimonies. Like for, let me go into mine. Sorry, <laughs> I'm rambling. Uh, but like the first one is that I've been in church and it allowed God, God allowed me to build a foundation because of that. Because yeah. like I was constantly in the church. I heard, I heard like I went through the, the entire doctrine. I've read mm -hmm. the book, the Bible yeah. a couple of times. I've yeah. listened to it. I've heard of people's situations. I've heard of, you know, how a pastor takes care of his church. I've yeah. been exposed to all of that. Definitely. And I might have not noticed it, but I've passively learned of about and established a foundation yeah. in my life Definitely. to be able to serve God in his kingdom. Of course. And that that's testimony number one. Testimony two number two is when I did understand I did have a testimony. Yeah. And senior year of college, I was getting ready for finals and it was I I, it was, I was fine. I was in a weird headspace, but I was just getting ready to like, I'm almost done with college. Um, and I had, uh, I've been consuming some, a uh, caffeine induced energy drinks. <laughs> I, I actually used to drink two a day at, during that time. And I had put myself in a, a, a uh, this is so hard to say <laughs> a caffeine induced panic attack. Yeah where my heart was like, it felt like it was about to explode. Yeah. I thought I was about to die. So it's kind of like a constant chain reaction. Starting then from, for about two to three months, I was out with depression. Yeah. I was in fear and I felt anxiety for the very first time. I was exposed to anxiety. Before that, I was kind of confident, didn't mm -hmm. really care about anything, was yeah. kind of bold, but because of that instance, I was exposed Definitely. to anxiety. And then the Lord told me, like I was stuck in bed. 
I was not doing anything for months. Just yeah. I barely passed college. It was it was a pretty bad situation. And uh, one Sunday when I was been dealing with it, I've been actually, and then I started praying about it, started seeking God about it. He was like, if you do that, like he asked me to speak to uh, and to the the congregation about a little, very little bit about my anxiety. He's like, if you do that, you will not have a panic attack again. Uh-huh. Um, since I've done that, I have not had a moment when I had to get off the road because I was so like, I had a panic attack. Exactly. I have not had an instance of that ever again. Yeah. So that's my testimony right there that if you follow, you know, follow, you know, see God, you actually obey, he's got blessings and he's going to deliver yeah, yeah. you from stuff. That's right. that's and Amen. then the last one, actually I'll save the last one, but uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm taking on most of this podcast. I don't want to do that. Yeah. All right. Dick, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome because, um, that's what makes your testimony, your stories, because you were in it, but yeah. now you're out of it and you can look back and, and share Absolutely. what made it your story, your testimony. And speaking to the anxiety portion of it, it reminds me of my testimony. You and I have talked about this mm-hmm. before, um, just overcoming depression. You know, in high school, I feel like, I like to call it spiritually insecure yeah. because I feel like there was many times where I just wanted to please God. And when I felt like I wasn't good enough, it would cause me to become depressed. Yeah. And so in high school, one of my greatest battles outside of all the other stories and testimony, like you mentioned, um, was depression. Mm-hmm. And so for me, um, it took God reminding me of his his grace and his love and his patience. And the Bible says that love is patient, you know, but yeah. we know that God is love. So God is patient with us um, to learn about God's character. And the more I began to know who God was, the more I was able to be more confident spiritually in who I am in God. And so I, I say all that to say that I was depressed. I was mm-hmm. so shy and quiet, introverted, right? It was everything that you wouldn't imagine um, serving now. You wouldn't imagine me being like that, right? All to myself, all withdrawn. And then one day I'm in church. Well, I'm I'm feeling a call to ministry now. This is years ahead. I'm feeling a call to ministry, grad school time. And um, I just needed someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And so the church I grew up in, I was in high school, it was so large that I didn't always have access to my pastor. So yeah. here, I didn't know I had access to my pastor. So I was like, Lord, I need somebody to talk to. I need somebody to talk to. And so um, one day, actually, evangelist A.J. Holloway, he was just randomly, I was talking with him and somebody else. And he said, hey, you know, if you ever need something, we can talk. I'm like, okay, cool. Thank you. So I leave, I'm at work, and um, I'm actually driving a van with patients in the van. And so it just clicked. I just prayed to God for someone to talk to about what I'm feeling regarding ministry, and he just randomly told me this. Mm -hmm. And so now years later, right, years later from that relationship, it has poured into me so much to be able to serve and grow and be where we are now, just serving with the youth and doing things like that within ministry. But I didn't recognize it when evangelist A.J. Holloway said, hey, I want, um, you can talk to me anytime you need. You know, there's a story yeah. in the Bible where Jacob said, he said, the Lord was in this place and I, I did not know it. I knew it not. Yep. And so I think sometimes it's very easy while we're going through something to not realize a story or testimony that God is building up because we don't recognize it. Yeah. Even though God is in the middle of it. Um, but like you said, when we begin to identify what God is doing in the midst of our testimony, then we see that he's been oh, in the yeah. middle of it the whole time. Then we realize we have a testimony. And now uh-huh. we can be like where you are sharing about your testimony yeah. from then until now. So definitely. Um, I would say like that's the way that I've been able to identify my testimony in multiple ways. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go into mine. I, I was debating between two, but I think I want to go this route. Um, 
One of my, my biggest problems was, and I know you guys know this, I love to talk, but one of my biggest struggles was I had a, it was almost an addiction to gossip. Yeah. I loved to talk with people, about people. It was yeah. just, it was just, it was just, it was a stage I was going through through high school. I just couldn't get out of it. And um, I struggled with it hard. And, and the same way y'all both talked about, you know, eventually, you know, born and raised in church, you know, I got to go to the altar eventually. And it was just yeah. like a weight on me between other things that were going on. And I'm like, man, I, I've got to get rid of some of this stuff. And you know what? I began to realize after praying that those same people that I was talking with other people about were talking about me behind uh-huh. my back and saying things about me. And you know what God put on my heart? He said, remember how I said in my word, you reap what you sow. Yeah. And it hit me like a ton of bricks that whatever I'm investing in is what's going to come back to me in return. Definitely. And since then I've changed my mindset to, you know what? Maybe I should be more available to people that want somebody to talk to that they can trust. And I've built so much trust in my life that I literally, my wife laughs because my friends will think that I tell her stuff or people yeah. in our group will think that I talk about things. And he, she's like, I didn't even know y'all met because I'm just that private because I've learned and I've sowed those things. And now yeah. I guess my testimony is that, yeah, I used to tell everybody's business, but now I want to hear your business because if it means yeah. you not hurting yourself or you dealing with depression right. or you feeling like you have anxiety. If you don't think you can come talk to me about that, that's going to hurt you in return. Definitely. I can keep it a vault now because I know what's going to happen Yeah, when those things get out or when people start talking about you. And honestly, I'm at the point now in my life, especially the older I get, Yeah, I don't care, man, because it's eternity. Definitely. And, and if I can help somebody get there because they need a voice to speak into their life and listen to them, yeah. then that's what I want to be. That's good. That's really good. So, that's yeah. a whole different testimony I didn't even think about <laughs> with with like allowing God. And, it, and this is kind of one of the ones I wanted to talk about, and I'll talk about it a little bit. But like saying with yours, like God, use that for an opening in the yeah, future. Like, exactly. we, uh, like with a deliverance from anxiety, deliverance yeah. from depression, it's kind of an obvious, like yeah. there's an obvious end point. Like you can share that with someone. Of course. But yours is totally different where God's deli- delivered you f- and set you free from that to allow you to do exactly. something that's Definitely. like exactly. not even connected with, like just to, to, to be able to minister and talk with them on a special yeah. personal. That is actually really good. Yeah. And can I add to that? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Before John became the, the young adult pastor, you know, he was with us with the youth, working on the youth staff. And there were a few times I remember him teaching a lesson that night. And I don't know what it was, but many times after the lesson, I would hear students like really, they enjoyed his teaching, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was because he's so open and transparent, able to share his testimony and be there for them. I remember at one, one lesson he taught, we had students afterwards trying to find what kind of Christian music I could listen to and this and this and yeah. that. But I believe it all came through your testimony, which allowed you to be open for them and um, be there for them to talk to you. It's amazing what we can accomplish when we just say, I'm going to be real with somebody. Right. They, people these days, not just young adults, not just youth, not just people, older, elder, anybody wants to hear the real side of things. Yeah. And my biggest thing that I feel like I've come out of and helped is being honest with myself. Definitely. Nobody's going to judge me if I tell them the things that happened to me. Yeah. That's all in my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like I was talking about before when, when Cullen stopped me earlier before our, our podcast started. <laughs> but 
in the end, man, it's just us and God. It's yeah. me and yeah. God. And I don't want him to ask me why I didn't witness to somebody because I was afraid to share something. I don't want him, somebody to miss out because I didn't say anything, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just want him to say, well done, that good and faithful servant. And if that means telling somebody what other people think, and I've heard people say, well, you're telling, you're telling them too much. No, you don't need to tell them all that. Yeah. Well, what if they're going through that? Yeah. Or what if they know somebody in their home that's going through that? Yeah. Then they can say that, well, but aren't you teaching at your church? Yeah, because yeah. God's blood can cover stuff. Right. That's good. Right. Yeah, that's because good. God's grace yeah. flows in us daily. Right. I don't I don't have to you don't have to be perfection is never gonna be achieved. Yeah. I have to wake up every morning knowing that I'm a sinner saved by grace. Of course. That's the bottom line. I can't wake up every morning and say, I'm perfect. Right. You know? Definitely. And definitely. But yeah. It it reminds me of the scripture. Um you know, it says they overcame by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Exactly. Which means that it's not just the blood of the lamb that we overcome by, but it's also by the testimony. So yeah. it's not like through your story, through your testimony, not only have you overcome, but you're doing what the Bible says and exactly. helping others overcome by the word of your testimony Exactly. as well. And, and it's incredible how God continues to work like that, yeah. you know, and he not only does he pour into mm-hmm. us. But the greatest thing about God is he listens to us. Yeah. And my biggest thing coming out of that was he was the only person I had to talk to because when I realized I had a problem with that, I had to build my own trust back up in other people. Of course. And and to find people to talk in these days, talk to these days. Yeah. You know, it's hard, man. It's hard. And I can only imagine, imagine waking up every day. You don't know Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, You work in an environment that's, Awful. Yeah. yeah. You have friends that mistreat you and treat you horribly. This yeah. could go for any age group. And just thinking that you're literally all alone. Right. And right. when that's not the case. And yeah. all all God's looking for is us to say, Yeah. I need you. Definitely. And and when I realized that I could have that kind of communication with them, it was Yeah. It was eye opening. Definitely. But that's that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's like God's a, good. It's like a glass of water. You know, you can't fill up a glass of water that's already full. So you have to pour out to be filled again. And that's like you sharing exactly. your testimony and giving it to people, so God can pour right back into you. That's awesome, man. Incredible. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. It is. So I got I got something with that, and it's kind of like it, we're talking about the different types of testimony. So like yeah. we talked about the foundation, God setting the foundation, and like where we don't have anything that we went through. Yeah. Right. Um, and then also the other one is deliverance for us, God delivering us from something. Yeah. And like there's evidently two different types of delivering where it's like the end result is to share the testimony. The other one is yeah. to actually just do to be able to, to be able to minister, yeah. exactly. which is really cool. Now I want to talk about one that I actually have gone through. Like it's not a delivery. It's not a foundation. Well, it's kind of a foundation setting, but not really. Yeah. Um, and it's not, it's a different one that I don't usually hear, but I know it's a testimony because it's one, it's my testimony. This yeah. is my testimony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, about before all, before all my anxiety and stuff and before you know uh it was the hundredth camp meeting and i had been feeling kind of low in my ministry i didn't know where like a new yeah. guy call was calling me he was pulling me somewhere um but he uh i've been praying about it. like lord what do you want me to do mm-hmm. where do you want me to be 
do I even have a ministry? Like that was, I was to that point where like, do I even have a calling? Yeah. yeah. Do I, do I have one? Like yeah. what's going on? Um, and it was like the second night and I've been, you know, chewing through these words. Like it's, it's, it's been killing me. <laughs> and then that night when I was at the hotel room, um, I heard a dot knock at the door of my hotel room. And I was like, oh, it might be my sisters, which they were in the same hotel room, but they were not the whole same hotel room, but in different, they were in the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, so I went, I didn't go for a little bit and then I went and I, I looked around, like I opened the door, I looked, there's no one there. I have my cousin, he's, I think he's in the bathroom. And like, I hear behind me, I hear a thud, like yeah. a real, like something impacting the floor and I look around and it's this rock. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm like. This dropped off a cabinet or something. What's <laughs> going on? My cousin's messing with me. My cousin's in the bathroom. He's like, I've never seen that before. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, and then it dawns on me. Like, I'm, this is a miracle because like this came, this, I'm, we, yeah. neither of yeah. us seen this. Right. There was right. no one else in the room. Right. Like there was no possible thing. Well, it doesn't stop there. I promise. <laughs> so it continues on through the week and it gets to brother Anthony Maggins, uh, uh, when he preaches that night at hundredth and he talks about the call of the rocks. Wow. And that point of that message was about, so you, like God has your calling. Yeah. God's calling you. Definitely. And, this guy, and guess what he gave out that, that night? Rocks. He gave out rocks. I have mine. Like, like, that truck. was that wow. was like it blew my yeah, mind. Course. And truth of the matter is, I was like, "Oh, this is for me." But as I continue on through my life and and, and yeah. God's working with me in my ministry, it's a testimony that says, "Here's your testimony. You have a future." Yeah, definitely. And there's a, that we all have that kind of testimony where, whether it's delivering, whatever, yeah. whether it's like. Giving, you know, we a foundation. There yeah. is a point to it all is that there is a future where he reigns supreme Definitely. and that he's going to win. I'm sorry. I put my hand in front of the camera, but God's going to win in the end. That's the point of that. That's Definitely. it's God first. It's God's Amen. moving through our testimonies, so, you know, telling people that you have a story. And it's a bunch of stories that are ending up in the huge, the biggest, most awesomest story ever, which is. The, you know, God eventually coming back and let's yeah. reigning with them. Right. That's, that's the, that's the, all oh, what this drives to. It's just, I'm sorry. I'm just mind no. blown no, a little bit. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's incredible. Incredible yeah. story. Um, just the way that it happened before it happened. Yeah. So like before Pastor Anthony preached, it happened in yes. the hotel room. And I think sometimes that's the, that's when we don't recognize our testimony. Cause exactly. we're always looking for it to happen. Exactly. But it's meant to come. There's a song. Yeah. It yeah. says, the story that I will tell, how yep. my God did not fail. So it's yes. like, it's something that will happen. So mm -hmm. your testimony, the Bible says that God's going to complete the work that he started. But sometimes we don't see our story, our testimony, or realize what it is or how big or great it is because it's not complete. Yeah. So our story is going to be complete and our testimony will then become our testimony. Oh, that's, that's awesome. So good. That's good. That's so good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's our testimonies, I yeah. guess. Definitely. Do y'all have anything else before we continue on? Well, I mean, just to to show the the flip side of it for what we talked about. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Regarding mine on the depression and what I call spiritual insecurity and yeah. all these things. No. Um, I think now, being that I can see the beauty in it, it's incredible to see where God has worked right. and what he's brought forth from there. So, like, my mom, sometimes she'll say, man, like, when I hear you in church praying or doing this or whatever, it just makes something go through me. 
I used to be so shy and just so introverted and quiet. And God just pulled something out of that because when, when the Holy Ghost, right, changes everything, it changes everything. There's a song that said, Jesus, you change everything, you know. So yeah. now it's preaching amazing. and yep. teaching these students and, and just ministering and doing whatever God's called you to do, the joy of the Lord, the peace of God. Yeah. Only God can do that God and make what you didn't know was a testimony then. You felt it was a struggle. Yeah. Now become your, your weaknesses and now your strengths. Mm. That's that's so good. It's awesome. That's so good because like not only like yeah. we can say it, like say our testimony, yeah. we are reliving our testimony. That's good. That's excellent. Because like it's through, with you, people yeah. see your testimony through your actions. That's excellent. Like someone that was lame and became like right. they walk again, yeah. that's evidence yes, that sir. they're like, whoa, I saw them the other day. They weren't, they weren't like that. Exactly. <laughs> they weren't like that then. That is awesome. So that's, that's, it's it's awesome yeah. that okay let's get, let's go back to it. people yeah. when when you feel like you don't have a testimony yeah. you have a testimony you might have to do a little seeking you might have to like help ask God to reveal it to you yeah but there yeah. there is a there is a testimony in probably every aspect of your life you just don't see it like for example we probably have testimonies we don't even know about exactly. that exactly. God will like definitely show or even like. Just think about this. Like, what if someone sees us, yeah. all right? And we we change as our life goes on, but we change, like, we have an awesome experience, but yeah. we don't see it as a testimony. Right. What if someone else does? Definitely. That's good. That's good. Think about that. Like, think about someone that, you know, our coworkers. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one. Yes, coworkers that they, they see us, like, and all of a sudden, they see us at one point, they've hung out with us, and then all of a sudden, something happens, and we don't, like, we don't think it's a big change. Yeah. But when they see it, like it is a yep. huge change. Definitely. It's like something like they're they're a little bit they, they're brighter today. They yeah. they they're smiling a little bit more. Like it's awesome what God can do through even when we don't realize it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Definitely, man. <laughs> Definitely. That that's excellent stuff right there. I like how you said our coworkers. Mm. You know, a lot of times you know, we're all not always going to be in a place of full-time ministry where there's mm -hmm. no secular job. Exactly. So we have to get out there and that becomes our ministry. Yeah. And currently right now on the job, and I'm going I'm to speak this in faith. So when we go back and watch this podcast one day, this is going to be a testimony okay. Let's do it. in Jesus name. Let's do it. So for myself, we have a different company right now that's taken over um, the department of, of the organization I work for. And so we have to interview again for our job. So they gave us a deadline. They said, by this date, your employment is going to end. It's going to be over. So everybody's like, oh, man, what do we do, right? Yeah. So everyone's out there applying for jobs and trying to get interviews and all this stuff because everyone has families to feed. And so one day I'm talking to one of my coworkers, and she's talking about the situation. I say, you know, God often puts us in situations like this to places where we need to be. Mm. And on. so um, I say it again, and, you know, Working with people out in the world sometimes is like, <clears throat> you know, there's and on the job, there's sometimes there's certain rules and things to say or can't say about God and yep. religion yeah. and things. Yeah. And so I said it and I was like, oh, I wonder if I said too much, but in Jesus' name, you know, move <laughs> forward. And so about a few days later, another coworker tell me the same person I mentioned it to, she said, Man, I wish I had Derek's attitude. And I'm over here thinking, like, did I say too much? But God yeah. is like, You're 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 setting <laughs> yeah. an example. So then my coworker says, like, man, Derek doesn't worry about anything. And so it's like in the midst of everybody worrying because of finances and jobs and mm -hmm. unemployment, hey, there's somebody there being an example to the coworkers. Oh, that's yep. awesome. And so that's soon awesome. I'm going to be able to share this testimony with y'all and say, look, that's God good. worked it out for us, right? That's going to that's that's be awesome. God worked it out for we'll us. Believe it. Amen. We'll believe it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. All right. You have anything else to add? No. All right, cool. Let's go in the next part because yes. this is something that we 
as individuals because and th- this might not be more of an external this is more of an internal thing yeah. with each other is that we cannot compare our, te- our our testimony with other people like i was saying earlier for me i was like i'm hearing all these people having fantastic testimonies <laughs> yeah like impactful testimonies <clears throat> yeah like my testimony can be never like that yeah. but that's that's not right is it that's not right because yeah. like I'm, I'm gonna let y'all take it. i've been talking a lot let y'all yeah. y'all take it go ahead john um <laughs> I, I wouldn't say it's um I wouldn't try to say it's like our biggest failure, but I think it's our biggest mistake when we try to sit back and and do like Colin said, um start trying to compare yeah with other people. Um I don't think that's what Christ ever intended us right. to that's do. That's right. Right. Especially not in any atmosphere. We're not even talking about church, any atmosphere. Yeah. I don't need to be comparing myself with other people on my job. Definitely. Um, in a friend group, in a, let me tell you something. You were created to be the person God wanted you to be, right. not the person that everybody else wanted you to be. I don't care what your testimony is or what it is. Everything that's happened in your life that you can speak for right now yeah. has happened because God Almighty ordained it. Definitely. Yeah, we might have took some decisions that led us down a path that led to something else, but in the end, return, He knew right. what was going to happen. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so, when I feel like when we sit back and start doing that ourselves. That's not affecting the person yeah. that we're comparing with. It's affecting our own minds. And I was going to say this earlier, but I'm glad I waited. That's when the enemy likes to come in like a flood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because now he's got you because now he's got your mind open. Right. And that's where he likes to torment us the most. Because, oh, I'm not good enough because Brother Derek has a better testimony than me. So I th- God's been using him more than me, but that's because his testimony is better than mine, not because of anything right. he has inside mm-hmm. of him. Right. No, it's because he's got a prayer life, and we've I've been struggling. That's what it is in return. I've got I've got my mind elsewhere yeah. in the middle mm-hmm. of service. I'm like somebody's testifying an old fashioned service, and you're like, oh well, that's why they're getting blessed. They've got yada yada yada. No, that's why mm-hmm. you're not getting blessed because of that attitude flowing around in our minds. That's and right. I've been there. That's why I can say that and not yeah. offend anybody because. I've been in that spot where, oh, that person has something I don't, blah, 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 blah. And God's just sitting back like, no, everything they have is available to you. Come on. Yeah. Definitely. Everything I have. (laughs) Of course. Where's your prayer life, Jonathan? Where's your fasting life, Jonathan? Where's your Bible reading life, Jonathan? And then it's like, once again, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. I'm not sowing in anything. How am I going to reap blessings if all I'm doing is negativity, comparing myself with others, and just tearing myself down? And, that, and that's the crazy part. That's yeah. exactly what we're doing when we start yeah. comparing. We're we're tearing ourselves down. Nobody course, else is, of course. And that and that's what that's what blows my mind the most. Yeah, it's it's not anyone else. It's ourselves. Of yeah. course, of course, it's ourselves. Absolutely is. It's ourselves. Yeah, definitely. I, I think about the scripture. Um, there's a scripture that says it's not wise to compare ourselves to others. Yep. And so I remember one day we had we had a student. He was asking me a question about how to write a sermon. He felt called to ministry. How do I prepare? How do I prep my notes and um he said you know sometimes i feel like i need to make points to get people excited or make points to get people uproaring just to get them mm-hmm. excited and i was like well you never want to do it for people i said so think about it if, if you're writing your notes and you're doing it to the standard of people let's say a person's standard is a seven out of ten you're always going to preach a seven but if you do it to god's standard which is a 10 out of 10 you're always going to please people yeah Please, quote unquote, not please people, but you're going to give them what they need because you're right. praising God. And so I think it's the same in our yeah. testimonies. You know, we never want to limit God because we are comparing to somebody Absolutely. else. Because your story might not be over. Mm-hmm. But you think 
person A did, God may about to do something so much great in your life. Not because you're greater or not, no, yep. but because you're faithful. The Bible says if you're faithful with little, he'll make you rule over much. So if you can yeah. be faithful and think and praise God for a small, quote unquote, small testimony, then he'll give you a greater testimony that you can also praise him and thank him for as well. So it's not wise to, to compare because you don't know what God's about to do in your life. That's, that's so true. That's yeah. good. And we can, uh, let's talk about like the, the impact your testimony has. Because yeah. for example, like my testimony with the rock might not help anyone, but it might help yeah. a young minister. That's like, Oh, there's a, there's a future. There's a, yep. there's a minute. There's, there's something in there for yeah, me. Yeah. And then, and also like with depression, that's a big one because yeah. a lot of people have it. That's true. And that, that is a strong one. Definitely. Only because of by populace, mm. because but still just yeah. as impactful as yeah. the, the the rock thing, like and yeah. with yours with God allowing you to be delivered to something to be able to do something, yep. that in itself is going to impact yeah. those people that are dealing with that. If you tell them about, but also you will impact them in a different way because maybe they're not dealing with gossip issues, yeah, but right. because you're there to minister to them, to be able to help them, to be honest with them and open with them, yeah, it delivers them from something. Definitely. Yep. That's, that, that's that's where, like, we're getting to the point where, where it, our testimonies are making an impact. Yeah. It may not be what we see yeah. it to be. It might not yep. impact the people we want it to impact. Yeah, right. But it can impact a lot of people, of a lot of different people. Of course. Before we end, y'all have anything to say, yeah, anything to add? Yeah, just to anybody who feels like they don't have a story or can't see the story is that you always have a story, whether yeah. you realize it or not. You know, there's a story of Jesus and the disciples. They didn't recognize it was Jesus walking on the water. But eventually Peter said, Lord, save me because he recognized them. He didn't recognize God, Jesus, doing a miracle in the middle of the storm. Yep. Yeah. We go through things, and we battle, and we struggle, and we don't realize we have a testimony, but God is present. So just to anyone that is struggling and not realizing that they have a story and a powerful testimony is that just ask God to open your eyes, and he'll reveal it. Yeah. Balaam in Scripture didn't see the angel of the Lord before him, but the Bible says when God opened his eyes. So ask God to open your eyes yep. and see the story that you do have. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Anything, Jonathan? Amen. Oh, just your story matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's bottom line. I think we could sum it all up to that because Definitely. the moment we think he doesn't, like I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's when the enemy knows he can he can that's attack good. us and he can hurt us. That's right. Definitely. And it, it's it's sad to say, but so many of us walking around thinking that we don't have anything to give to anybody. Hmm. And. I just want someone to know that's watching this and you guys to know that it, we matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the end, we all matter because who else is going to reach the loss but us? Yeah. And that could turn in to way more testimonies oh, we yeah. could ever so, dream of. Oh, yeah. Of so <laughs> I'm thankful. That's yeah. good. That's God's good. good. All righty. Well, uh, this is the end. Uh, well, how about Pastor Terry? You, yeah. you go ahead Pastor and uh, close us out in prayer. Yeah, close us out. Gotcha. Lord, we, love you. we thank you, Lord God, for this moment. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity to talk about your word and our stories and overcoming through our testimony. We pray for every person out there who may not realize they have a story or think that it's not good enough that you would open their eyes so that they can see and have the revelation of the story and testimony you've given them and give them the boldness to share that so that others can overcome as well. Thank you once again for this opportunity. Lord God, have your way. Let your will be done in all of our lives as we overcome by the word of our testimony. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Jesus, Jesus name. name. All right, everyone. Thank Amen. you so much for joining us, for listening. Yes. And uh, subscribe, like, follow us. We're going to have multiple. We have multiple episodes coming out uh, each week. So go ahead and give us a follow. We love you. And y'all have a blessed day. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast so much that you'd like to spend more time with us. A couple easy ways to keep the conversation going is for one, subscribe to the podcast for future episodes. And two, to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to hang out with us in real time. We thank you, we love you, and we pray that you are blessed. See you next time.